Hi, everybody. We are back for another fun episode here of Debriefing Mission 3, Dark Thoughts Podcast. Uh, this will be my last Delta Green mission for a little bit. Misha is going to be taking over the next run, and yeah. then uh, I'll be back. I think I'm going to run some sci-fi. I think that's the next plan for me. Mm-hmm. But in the meanwhile, uh, Misha's going to take over the reins and run a little bit of Dark Thoughts for y'all. Yeah. And uh, we are all very excited for that. Super stoked. Are we calling it Dark Thoughts still? I mean, you can. It's we'll still just, Delta Green. We'll do it like season two. I kind of figured Dark Thoughts is like our mm-hmm. Delta Green podcast. That makes sense. That and then if sense. whatever sci-fi one we do, we'll have a different name. That's great. And we'll yeah. go that route. But I figure we'll just name this one like season two. And then that yeah. way they'll know, like, I did season one, Misha does season two. Yeah. We'll get there. We, we got time. I like it. Uh, so I wanted to kind of break down and, and talk with you guys about mission three specifically and uh, answer any questions you guys had or anything uh, that I can help out with as we wrap up these character arcs. Uh, I'm sorry for all the characters that died. I apologize. Uh, Delta Green is a very deadly game, mm-hmm. and I'm sorry. Oh, uh, yeah. But I think everybody's character had uh, a good oh, yeah. good death. I know Agnes was very sudden, but you got to kill her. You murdered her. Yeah. You, you, you succeeded. Well, technically, Drano yeah. killed her. But, like, but so, I couldn't no, have she, killed her. No, she you. was dead before that. Oh, I thought she was just dropped no. unconscious. No, she died. She bled oh. out. She, they didn't save her, so you killed her. Nice, nice, nice. She was down because so she had four hit points left. You took her down to four. The, it costs three hit points for her to cast that spell, so mm-hmm. if you hadn't done that, she wouldn't have died. Okay. And that went down to one, she didn't save and died. Oh, so. I didn't know she didn't save. Okay. So you killed her. Oh, no. They nice. just killed her later as like making yeah. sure she's dead. Double but tap. you yeah. did it. You succeeded. Nice. Very nice. So I don't want you to feel like you didn't get the, the just desserts that you <laughs> yeah. did. I, don't I think- wish you would have shot her in the head. That would have been way doper. I mean, I probably, I feel like Agnes would have been aiming for the head, but she was also not super calm when everything was going down. So I I, I get that the the chest was a logical shot. And it's one of those things, like, to technically do that, it's a called shot, so it's like, it takes time off, it takes percentages off, so. Totally get that. Um, But nonetheless, you did succeed in it, so I don't want you to feel like you didn't. Yeah. Get away with that. I don't think I did her dirty as like no. as a character. And like she's been alive for like we've been I've been playing Agnes for like a year now, like over. Yeah, a and year. you were a, yeah. a one roll away from like a, a sanity loss. Exactly. So. And I don't. We had a month, well days, but like I had a month to think about what she would do, and I couldn't think of anything else that she would do. And I'm like, you know, if I, I had that long to sense. think about it, I, I'm just it totally do tracks. That. It totally tracks. It's like you saw her murder. Like yeah. you know that she murdered yeah. two of your former. Yeah. Like teammates. And I feel like but, at that point. Well, they did. Not her, but specifically, yeah. but like right. that, that coven. I feel like at that point, she wouldn't be, she'd be like a little bit on the suicidal track because like she's seen shit. She's now getting these premonitions of like what happened with her past. I don't think she wants to know as much as she wants. She did want to know during the last campaign. Yeah. And I think she just want. she just kind of like. If, even if she didn't realize it, I think she just wanted it to end. This probably would have been her last mission, regardless. I think it, it would have I been. Think this would have been. Like, I would have If they called her. again, she'd be like, "Nah, I'm good." I would have retired. So, her. And yeah. I, th- I was talking to Misha about this before this that like, um, if she hadn't done that, which that seems like the most reasonable and thing to do, but if she hadn't, of like essentially, like. Like, if she stalled, for example. So, it's like, that was another option. It was like, she could just stall out and be like, oh, no, let's, like, I'm going to wait till we get back, um, you know, with Carmine and Drano. And, uh, but it's only because of that happened and they left that we could get out safely. Whereas if, like, if there was some problem we got back and they were all still there, that would have been a hairy situation, you know? Oh, yeah. 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 And it was tough. Like, I was trying to play it to the cult of, like, they have this goal. Like, yeah. 
they're not necessarily in their minds. They're not trying to kill everybody. They're not here to murder yeah, people. That's what I was. Gonna their ask goal you about was that. they want the dawn to come. Like so. Right. Like yeah. Like it sucks. Erica's got to die, and they're not stoked on it. But that is a means to justify their ends. Of now they're crazy as fuck. But they were not like they're not like a death cult. I guess yeah. is what I should put it as. Um. But yeah. Yeah. Uh. Anybody have any questions to start it off with? Uh. Well, less of a question and more of a, well, kind of a question. Okay. What I really thought was going to happen after uh, Brandon was like, hey, look to me, I'll be the sacrifice. See, this is what they do, but keep up with your work. My thought was, okay, in character, this guy's this guy's crazy. We got to kill him. Too bad he's got to die. But meta-wise, I was thinking like, when we kill him, is he just going to literally be the sacrifice of the ritual? And we're going exactly. to we're going to drive off, and then tomorrow. Whatever's going to happen, it's going to happen anyways. Um, I never... No, I didn't have that as necessarily my thought. That I was, didn't know how you guys were going to approach the idea of it. So I just kind of had like... I think it was him more just like... <clears throat> keep on going what we're doing. Like, keep the keep the course. Keep going. Like, he feels like he's part of a cog within it. He's not necessarily the leader. Mm-hmm. He's just the one who's seen the most. So he's like, yeah, I'll, I'll take it on. I'll be this one. I'll be this... I'll lead us into it, um, and Makes then. Sense. Uh, but yeah, he was never. I never. I think that would be kind of a lame, like gotcha moment. I mean, I would have been totally cool with a no win scenario like that because because we could have won by waiting out the countdown. It's kind of what I like. I yeah. thought about. But. Um, yeah, and a lot of it with me with the countdown was like I originally my idea was that the countdown was just going to be like a uh, um, a Watchmen thing. Like, it already happened. Oh, my God. That was originally, like, if you guys hadn't gone to go look after her, I was going to have it happen there. And the whole thing would have been, they would have been outside. And the, essentially, uh, Tyler will get this reference, and I don't mean that as a derogatory mm, relationship. Pl- no, like, God I don't mean it. this towards the rest of you, but um, a lot of it was, I was kind of basing off of the incursion idea that Hickman came up with. Yeah. And so that was going to be my idea, is like, the world would start to phase in and out outside, and okay. you guys would see that shit, and then that would be a sanity roll. Nice. Um, that would have been shit. rad. But Isn't that really... what you said was happening with your records and your RPG? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. incursion. Yeah. Wow. So, Nerd. Uh, but that was kind of my Nerd idea. Alert. Was like, <laughs> I didn't want necessarily it to be about like the the Uganach thing. I, I really like yeah. this idea of because the Dreamlands aren't really touched upon in Delta Green. Like a no. lot of it is based around the King in Yellow, mm. and so. As I was kind of developing what I wanted to do here, I was actually talking with one of the the fans of the podcast, and he's like, you know, no one ever really does the Dreamlands. I'm like, well, you know what? Like, fucking let's do it. Like, well, we already, we've already brought in the Arlethotep, who is the ruler over the Dreamlands, so let's fucking go. Like, let's do it. Like, what can I do to make this seem dangerous? And, like, start going into the history, like... Um, like the cats, the cats are all from Ulthar, which if you haven't read, there's a story called the cats of Ulthar, <laughs> which is just this old village that has a shit ton of cats in it. But if you kill one of the cats, they will fucking murder you. Oh Cuckoo, my God. Like, so I was waiting for one of you to like yeah, fuck yeah, with saying. one of those cats and then like all the cats yeah, were going like to catch you. Why would we fuck with cats? So. <laughs> well, you never know. Yeah. yeah maybe um, one of our, maybe his missed shot. Hits yeah. A cat. And so yeah. a lot of like the stuff, like with the intros, bringing up like the denizens of Lang and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, um, those got creepier and creepier as it went on. Like <laughs> you start mentioning like those fine folks from Lang. <laughs> like, yeah. Ultra, and I'm like, oh shit. This is... Yeah. So what's so, the quick primer for us and for the viewers about like the Dreamlands and, uh, so and all the that? Dreamlands is just this area that HP Lovecraft made up. That is, um, it's just kind of where we are 
dreams are. So that's why I kind of connected it to, um, like he was able to travel since he had traveled the lands, he could basically like go into your dreams and talk with you. That's kind of how I set that all up. Mm. Uh, but it's a universe of, um, where like the dream cycle takes place. So it's like this kind of alternate reality to ours that you enter via dreams. And so, um, but it's like a legitimate place. Like it's not like you're in your imagination. Like when you dream, you go to this area. Um, so there's just a bunch of different stuff. There's like uh, obviously we have Ulthar. Um, there is the city of Kadath. Kadath. Right? Yeah. Um, then there's the um, um, what's the? There's a city where that was like destroyed by a big monster. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, there's like a tower. The doom that came to Sarnath. Yeah, Sarnath. Sarnath yeah. is another one. It's like this big tower, and these like amphibian people fought against it, and then basically like they just like just fucking destroyed them, and like they blew up this entire fucking city, destroyed this entire city with this tower. Um, yeah, it, bunch of stuff. Hmm. But um, yeah, there's like uh, obviously there is uh, Nierlethep kind of oversees it. There is like Zugs. There is uh, all these other like moon beasts, like crazy monsters that live there. What the that I was kind of interested in to see how that would like play out if we got that far. Like if it failed, like bringing in because like you're not having a moon beast or like even a zoog. Like zoogs are like six arm lemurs. I think is what they kind of look like. I, um, yeah, I don't. Oh remember. my god, they're wild little little bastards. <laughs> so um, was Cheryl in the same cult or mm-hmm. was she in a? Yes, different... she was. Oh. So that was one hundred percent like. You and I just on the spot because I was like trying to think right. of how I could do this, and you're like, "Oh, she only started a couple weeks ago." I'm like, "Perfect, I'm going to use her as a plant from the church because sure. I had worked in that that like the as soon as you guys checked into the hotel, like that was church, that was cult members following, like they knew the room you were in, they bugged your room, they could hear all that oh, stuff. Shit. So um, I had that idea of they're starting to expand out, mm. and so it just made sense. It fit to like the story that it would make sense. Like like she took her and went with her so did she just was she able to like open a portal or something yeah essentially she Mm. had i think everyone has like a base level of like getting to ulthar they know like the way the how to draw to get through to it interesting so the hubris on marshall to to bring delta green agents and just because he he saw so that i mean you touched on that but basically he he wanted our yeah like what was the purpose of bringing us in he wanted you to join he figured that you had seen enough and that you were uh, essentially, well, the main thing was with Agnes was that he wanted Agnes there because that was his yeah. niece and he wanted like uh. to be there. He brought you in, Tyler, because you were very interested in that esoteric lore. And mm-hmm. so he thought that he could convince you to help out by offering you like all of this new place to get this lore and whatnot on. And same with your character, Cody, is mm-hmm. he knew that you were a biologist and he was trying to find people in the area and then... Uh, that you might be interested in exploring whatever this new vegetation oh, yeah. or whatnot growth is. Definitely. Um, and part of me believes that, like, if you guys, like, it could have just been any other folks, but you were the ones that were picked as he was kind of going through the files and trying to see who would be the best, someone that he might be able to convince. Crazy man. Yeah, no. That's, yeah. I mean, like, going sense. through it. He basically so. wanted to see, yeah, that makes sense. Um, um, so Marshall Branham was a mixture of Marshall Applewhite, who is the leader of the uh, Heaven's Gate cult, <sighs> and a man named William M. Branham, who was uh, a leader of another cult. <laughs> so uh, he was the American, uh, where they they were, uh, I forget what his group was, but they were both like religious wacko leaders. <laughs> um, 
And so I kind of put him as an amalgamation of those two to kind of base him off of. And I was trying to play him as like friendly. Like he wasn't antagonistic to a point. Like he definitely part of me also had in his mind he wanted to set you guys up to come in as DHS DHS agents so that he could show the cult that there was a threat against them to uh. convince everybody that like hey look they're coming after us we need to get this going like that makes is sense. there anybody who wasn't on board he could push that as like they're trying to stop us we need to get this going now uh. here's the proof i know they're in town to get us now he set it up himself to mm-hmm. help further that along interesting but, wow that, um, that's that's a dual purpose that was kind of my Another catalyst for him kind of getting you guys there. That makes sense. Yeah, we've always done like off the books. Like the last two campaigns have been off the book campaigns. So it's not like we haven't had like the full support of Delta Green in a while. And for like this to be like another fake one to be drawn in. That was a really good storyline. Nice. Thank you. Yeah, I really enjoyed that. It was uh, it was I was trying to think of like really play off of what you guys gave me. Like a lot of it was I had the ideas of what I wanted. I knew kind of the end game when we got to like the crescendo when like all hell breaks loose, I wanted to go like further than I've gone yet. Um, like I was telling you guys, I felt like the ending of two was good and I liked it, but I don't feel like we really touched upon any like crazy shit besides the, mm-hmm. the withering. And so it's like this one. I'm like, no, like we're going to the fucking dreamlands. Like I'm going to get some motherfuckers there. Were you, we're uh, going to see weird shit. Oh, were you prepared to have this whole thing overlay like, and have a dark ending if we fail. Yeah, absolutely. Hell yeah. yeah. Like, 100%, I was going to have the skies, like, go dark and then start to fade in with the world there. And then, like, if you guys hadn't went back and got the creature, I was going to have it break out of that the safe. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If the part part of the thing was if they completed the sacrifice, it was going to grow in size and break out of that anyways. And so that would have been a whole other thing. Oh, wow. so, shit. rough. I'm surprised that we even got it with a shotgun. Honestly, I just thought it'd be yeah. annoyed. It was small enough. Yeah. It was still small. Yeah. Yeah. I felt like, yeah, it wasn't full grown. Mm. So, um, but yeah. So yeah, quick question. So uh, you, uh, this, this not a coincidence, but at the at the beginning, you mentioned there was like a film with Nazis pulling a sarcophagus out of the water, and also the gold had a Nazi symbol on it. Is there any is there any connection? There, or is it just two Nazis? That is a no. green box generator. Just green box generator. Yeah, yeah, yeah oh, green yeah. box generator. So random, so random item generator. Much fun playing with that. Yeah. By the yeah. way. <laughs> it's a, a website that you can go and generate items, and so I just grabbed right a couple off there. Uh, I was a little hesitant to do two with Nazi stuff. I'd be completely <laughs> honest with you, but the gold one just seemed too like too That's fun not too to like. Great. <laughs> and I'm I ended just... up grabbing it. You're probably happy about that. I was. <laughs> <laughs> Not to so, go. <laughs> uh, and uh, another thing was, uh, so you listened to that tape. Um, did any, was anything oh. with that, or is it just sanity loss, basically? Uh, oh yeah, that's what I was going to ask. What was the the green box deets on the tape? The... Uh, yeah, you just got the unnatural. Uh, so the item itself was for. It's it's a one half um, is a Grateful Dead constant. The other uh, half is no, a... it's not Grateful Dead. <laughs> Excuse me, it's the Dead Kennedys. Dead Kennedys. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean, they're two way different styles of music. True. Uh, so Dead Kennedy's concert and the other half was like chanting. Chanting and, and weird yeah, yeah, shit. Yeah. Uh, and if you listen to all of it, then you basically have to do a sanity roll. Uh, and if you... It's because Dead Kennedy's suck. Whoa. Yeah, dude. Whoa. Every time whoa. I listen to Dead Kennedy's... Nazi <laughs> no, I can't even get it. I like the Dead Kennedy's. Yeah, they're amazing. Yeah, Nazi... There's, there's a few good songs. I'm not they got like two lie, two lie, solid lie, albums. I don't know about albums. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I'd say like... Yeah. Uh, we'll get into this right now. Yeah. I don't, we, <laughs> you and I will have a very in-depth conversation. About I'm sure we yeah. will. Um, 
Yeah, it was. I'm trying to find it on the sheet here. Um, yeah, so essentially, it was like this weird chanting on the other side, and you you lost sanity for listening to it, but you also, in the green box generator, it's Cthulhu Mythos plus three, ah, so it's for yeah. Call of Cthulhu, so I just think I gave uh, you Unnatural. Yeah, yeah you did. Yeah. So I, I just figured I'll just, give, I'll just move it over to Unnatural. That's probably the best nice. for me. So, so anybody who listened to that could have got that. That's cool. Mm. There's some hiccups here. Sorry. Is there any uh, any misses on our part? Oh yeah, what did we miss? Uh, no, I mean I kind of flowed with yeah. everything originally. Um, if you guys would have gone to investigate Erica's workplace, you would have found out that the security guard was on vacation as well. Who was the guy that helped kidnap her? Mm. Wow. Uh, he was part of the church, and he's the one that selected her because he had a crush on her. Mm. And then uh, he basically helped had the other guy help kidnap her so that they could use her perverts. Um, what about the other uh, Ben Watson? Ben Watson, well, the other cop. Oh, he was just a guy we made up. Yeah. Ben Watson, yeah. So he wasn't just a uh, schmuck. He was just a schmuck. Just a I just schmuck. want to give him a funny name so he would be remembered. Aww. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, he was somebody. I'm b- bad at getting name like. I have characters, but I don't ever give them names in the moment. I'm just like, oh, there'll be like two extra cops there. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. So. Yeah. They don't need names. They're not important. You know, a, a character isn't important where Chris is like, yeah, their name is um uh, Rick. Yep. The, yep. Oh, uh, it's uh, yeah. John and Stephen. Yep. Well, that's not true. I mean, we we took, uh, we took what's her name? True. Cheryl and turned her into a pretty big character. So And Jerome. Oh, and yeah. Jerome. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, but yeah, it's something I need to get better at as just making sure I have like a list of names to give. Mm-hmm. Um but no, I think everything else, um, you guys pretty much got everything that was kind of there. Um, I had like the bank, Roger's house, who was the security guard, Aww. who I just, once you guys didn't meet him, I just kept his name over and be the mm-hmm. security guard for the place. Um, we did the compound, we did the church and the green box. So like all the locations I kind of figured we'd hit, um, we got to. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, just to put two and two together here. So the, the, I know their goal was to merge the worlds um, or to get them to get uh, basically right. It was like that was the end goal was to yeah. get the goal to, to, get to the, overlap each other and right. become one. Um, and, and does the was the Uganach ritual the thing that does that or was it what, what happened at the timer expir- expiration? Uh, so the timer was originally. Yeah, it would have been the world's like completing over. So the okay. the Uganach, the um, the fortification the the sexual uh, relationship there yeah. would have kind of been like the final piece, that and then that would have been like the the Christ like figure to rise up and be like the bridge between the worlds. Essentially, damn, um, damn that's so. Did you get the inspiration from the void? Is that kind of like where you? <laughs> no, the void was well. Void. I wanted that. I wanted to have the scene outside of a hospital. So mm-hmm. I was trying to figure out like if you guys took her to the hospital, I was going to have it. Mm-hmm. Like straight up, they showed up there like almost verbatim that shot. Uh, but when you guys got to the the um, the police station, I was like, oh, I could do it here. Like, it makes just as much sense. We'll just have it be more of like an assault on Precinct 13 instead of. Uh, but the, yeah, definitely The Void was very much one of my uh, movie choices that I was like heavily influenced while figuring this out. Like a lot of that, you know, like going into the basement and finding the door, mm-hmm. like part of that's age because of The Void when they go down there and they start reliving their memories and stuff like that. Um, that was dope. It's tough for me because I'm, I'm trying to let go of that side where it has to be logical. I'm like, no, we're not dealing with the logical. Yeah. <laughs> like, we need crazy shit. Yeah. So. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Things don't have to tie up in a nice pretty bow. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Did we ever end up doing anything with Julie? With B. Arthur? 
yeah, you guys oh. dumped her, left her body with uh, Marshalls up yeah. in the woods. Marissa Crest. Yeah, oh, Marissa that's Crest. Marissa. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the other body just yeah got dissected and then burned or whatever it'd be yeah. for for them. So, um, but yeah, I like the I had the idea early on of of her being of essentially Julie having to kill her as like a test to join yeah. Marshall's group of like you want to show that you're kind of, you know like you want to join us and be dedicated to this like okay yeah. you need you need to prove it to us killer kind of thing oh so question yeah. what what, uh, what was it in the end that made Erica the one for the sacrifice uh oh, yeah. it just ended up being that one of the guys in the church had a had a crush on that's her that's it okay that's yeah. what 100% what it was Roger Kemp originally had a huge crush on her and was like, I think we should pick her to be the one. And Marshall's like, Yeah, cool, works for me. Okay, so completely be, random, yeah. completely could have been anybody. Could have one hundred percent been anybody. I, okay. I think he, that's he more just, terrifying than anything. He just rolls with like the idea that it's a, it has to be her. We finally found her. Is like, oh, a, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> like, at the end of the day, it's just like Roger's like, I think she's the gotcha. one. He's like, All right, I believe in you. I trust you. So if Erica hadn't burned, ironically, if Erica hadn't burned the church, then they would have had everything they need to continue yep. to do the Ugnash. Exactly. Yeah, yeah well, they could have awesome. just. Part of me was like, at the end, there was like, should I just make it like they sacrifice Cheryl and keep uh, this going? I'm yeah. like, no, no, we need to, have, yeah, like that's kind of on yeah. us. We probably should have just burnt the building anyways, but <laughs> probably no. I I think it's good for like yeah. it gives her that it's cool revenge yeah. for I think it's like cool. the traumatic eight hours she's had or two days of her life or whatever it was. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, most of the locations we used were actual like legit locations in Ocean Shores. We yeah. just changed mm-hmm. the names. Um, it's a pretty small town, but it's. But it's a town. An insane crime spree in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like I can't believe what we did to that town. Like, just yeah. swung in, yeah. and the weird mess we left. You would like, in any realistic sense, I think Carmine would be fired for letting like this massive incompetence happen. Like, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, his 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 dad's well. Also, he's not in charge of that area. He's I just he's a uh, sheriff. And but I mean, like, we they're... checked out the validity of these DHS agents, and I was told by my superior yeah. that it was good to go. Yeah, yeah. Now, whether he actually checked them or not, you don't know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> did you roll for that? No, okay. he didn't. Yeah, he yeah, didn't but care. It's not, I mean, yeah. if. It's such like a weird thing. Like, okay, yeah, they're here. Cool. Like, we got other. I feel like in your that small town of a sheriff and stuff. Like, I don't think they're really gonna worry. Mm -hmm. I don't think he had the attitude of like this is stepping on my bounds. Like, just let him go. Get out of our hair. Let everything return to normal. Was kind of his vibe. In my head, it was kind of like after everything's said and done. Once everything settles down, they're kind of just like happy that shit's back to normal. Yeah. Rather than being like, wow, uh, Carmine, (laughs) you really let this place go to shit. I think it, in my mind, it was just more like, whoa, that was fucking crazy. Like, back to the normal daily grind of doing nothing. I'm sure Ben is, like, probably asking you questions. Ben's probably trying to, like, call you and get information from you, but you probably don't answer. Fuck Ben. (laughs) If Ben, if you're out there, you're a great guy, but Ben Watson. (laughs) That guy is questionable. So is Duffy the only survivor from the original mission? Uh, yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah Duffy is alive and well, and he's kicking. Yeah. Yeah. I like yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. He, he, he became more moderate. He 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 wasn't as hyperbole as he once was. No, I think he probably still is. Okay. Yeah, but um, he. I think that after him having like his breakdown um, after the last mission, I don't know if he'll ever get back to Delta Green anytime soon. But I think he's like trying his best to live like a normal life yeah yeah, yeah, yeah now yeah, it sounds yeah. really good yeah normal life sounds pretty good right about yeah, now normal life sounds 
pretty good right about now. <laughs> yeah. Cool. I love is, it. Is there anything we did particularly well? Just any like top, or is it just? Pre- I know we we basically found I mean, the clues and stuff. Is uh, there something that you no, were surprised by? I know, we're great, by I know I'm we're always great perfect. gamers. Honestly, right? no, I would say honestly, your guys's embracing of the system and role playing was phenomenal, and I'm so nice. like proud and happy for you guys to like stretch those because I know you were nervous, Cody. You were really oh, yeah. nervous, and Big you time. fucking killed it. Like all of you fucking killed it, and I was so happy to watch you guys become. Like open to the idea of role playing. It's oh, yeah. tough, and yeah, I'm yeah. I'm so happy that you guys did, and we took the chance on the system yeah. and got to play it because I I always saw I it in you Del- guys. Yeah. I love yeah. Delta Green. Such um, a good system, yeah. and I'm happy you guys see it in you too. Yeah, all of us. I mean, I don't know about Tyler and Chris, but us three, I think, have a particular background in like tactical tabletop games. Mm. Yeah, like yeah. the first game I ever played was Pathfinder, and yep. then it was eventually 5e and then it was back to pathfinder 2e mm. sort of like flex these muscles is fucking this weird is very very yeah. different definitely yeah. Yeah. no and you guys been like i said i'm i was i wasn't sure how well you would take to that part of it yeah um but i've been very stoked that you guys did and mm. um yeah i just that's been the biggest thing for me is when we started doing this like i just didn't know how if it was going to be something that people would want to stick with doing like right. it's a cool system and i really like it but i don't you know like it's it takes me out of my comfort zone kind of thing <laughs> versus me like i'm i will play any fucking system i can get a hold of i'm just a <laughs> yeah. weird fanatical like i don't know that's my penance is i just keep reading books i'm like i really want to run the system and i never do <laughs> yeah. um but no I, I think that's been the biggest thing for me was watching you guys grow and uh, just being on like Jake, you fucking killed it with every one of your characters. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Like, it's ridiculous how amazing Carmine is. Like, every. I have yet to hear a single person. Like, every person I've talked to online is just like, Jake is, like, incredible. <laughs> yeah, yeah, thank you. And I want you Carmine's to know that. Like, yeah. yeah. It surprises it. me to say that you do crunchy systems and that this is, like, the more one of the first times you're, like, flexing your improv because, like, yeah, it's, like, you're a fish in water. Carmine's that. Like, so you're just completely natural and, like, yeah, I'm just making this character and I'm this character now. Oh, yeah. yeah. And you commit. You, you definitely yeah. commit. Like, yeah. some people, I especially, like, in the last campaign when Duffy was quite questioning Agnes and like holding the gun in her face and everything. (laughs) I was like, you are fucking committing with the finger guns. And I felt intimidated. It was amazing. It's literally the only way I can keep going is if I, if I like make a prop for myself. You didn't even laugh. You laughed zero times. No, I didn't even think you were joking. You were serious face finger gun in my face. And I was like, Oh shit. He's about to pull it. (laughs) In sixth or seventh grade, I did one production of Greece. Uh, so I think that's go. that's where I get that's my. Yeah. I did Oklahoma. So yeah. oh, nice. um, I tried out for uh, Pink Panther. Didn't get a part, but they put me in props and <laughs> so. Didn't get an act. No, I, I was, wasn't an uh, actor. I was Ike Skidmore in Oklahoma. I had like nice. a whole singing part and everything. Oh, and, damn. Oh, nice. oh yeah. 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 So, no, but yeah, I think like, yeah, Jake, you've been great. Cody, watching you go through it yeah. all. I know. I think you were the most nervous for getting into oh, this yeah, stuff. Oh, yeah, 100%. And you fucking killed it. I'm like, like you, very. Because you are the most analytical. Mm-hmm. Like, you are amazing at tactical games. I will give you. Like, you are the best <laughs> yeah. cleric I've ever seen play. Yeah. I will 100% <laughs> give you that. And I'll to see it. you do this and like get more comfortable with your characters and just feel f- loose and free was great to see. Yeah. Like I, I, I was so happy to see you um, give up that control oh, and yeah. just go with the flow. Definitely. Um, so that was, I mean, I, yeah, it was great. And you know, Misha, just watching you two, yeah. like seeing you evolve with Agnes. And I know you get very 
attached to characters. I do. And I was really nervous about what could happen with Agnes, <laughs> and I'm thankful that mm-hmm. you took it well. I did. Um, but no, just, yeah, watch it. Like, it, like, you getting all the amount of details and effort you put into creating that character is, like, phenomenal. Like, yeah. I've, as someone who's never made characters, I, like, the character <laughs> for your game, I'm like, I, I want to be, uh, I want to be this guy. Yeah. So I'm just going to make him be this guy. Like, no. that, that's my background. I'm like, I'll just throw this it. shit together. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Um, well, I want you to definitely own your character, but, like, you as a DM inspired me to want to do something close to that amount of storytelling because it's so easy to make my characters when the world you build is so immersive. Well, thank you. And uh, that... Yeah really inspired me to want to even if I only DM one time and I've thought about this story for like close to a year now I've been building it in my head and it's ready to get out of my head I want it out of my head that's good Um, but I and I really hope I can even come somewhere even close to the world building talent that you have created you're gonna kill it I have no no uh, doubt in my mind that you're gonna yeah, rock it. We're gonna make it go so far off the rails, though. Yeah. <laughs> you have no yeah. idea. No, yeah. Tyler <laughs> is the skeptic, but I'm, I want to make you the believer because I have thought about this for a lot longer than what you, you have what thought you mean about skeptic? this. I feel like you're like the the timeline doesn't make sense, and I just like I need to oh. know how you made sense of this. Yeah, is there anything <laughs> that you can divulge to the listeners now? Uh, what I will say is that the timeline of my campaign is. Um, uh, if you were listening from the first Delta Green campaign, uh, Chris had mentioned that the cell that Duffy, Strauss, and Acid Reflux were in had done missions before, and Agnes was the new one. So the timeline of my campaign is a prequel, and and I don't want to say that, like, oh, everyone's going to be okay, because obviously it's a prequel. Like, there, it, you can Anything fail. Anything can happen. Anything if can happen. Right. Uh, but the the timeline is is it's that it's Acid's reflex reflexes first mission, yeah. and okay. Duffy and Strauss have like however many missions, but but right. like you know of Delta Green, you you know what it's all about, so you don't need to be debriefed that much. But that's where the timeline is, and then Chris is going to be playing. I don't know if Chris wants him to be like a seasoned Delta Green uh, agent, but you know it's up to him. Yeah, I figured he's been in a couple. Yeah, um, so he's he's seen some shit. We'll just yeah. leave it there. That's and the timeline. Is Rucksack going to be in it? But to to finish off the compliment train with Tyler, you're okay. Yeah, oh, <laughs> I do my best. No, <laughs> Tyler, I, you are you constantly make me like be on my toes. Yeah, because oh. you always like. What about this? What about this? What if I want to do this? And like. I love I love that you roll dice for your decisions. Like that's my yeah. favorite thing. You're just like, all right, like <laughs> so, let's like roll dice I got, and go with I got it. One of two things. Yeah, I fucking love that so much. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, want to make Tyler a believer with my campaign. I'm, okay, I want him I, to be like, it makes so much sense. <laughs> we'll see. Tyler's definitely the most thoughtful gamer yeah. I've ever played yeah. with. Yeah, like definitely. he will think of the thing that you don't think of. Exactly. Yeah. And I'm like, that's yeah. just players. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tyler was always the one that's just like. So I know it I technically doesn't say this, yep. but yeah. <laughs> what about this? It's like, yeah. Half the time I'm like, he's got a point yeah a and point. i keep thinking like in my head like what did i what did i miss that tyler's gonna catch yeah and i keep thinking back and I'm like no no that's covered that's covered god damn it but what it did just, i miss it, it makes me something it makes me laugh to watch you go from like g-host buster to like oh, your newest god. characters that and was just, like, yeah my very first character <laughs> i ever made g-host buster yeah <laughs> it was uh what was it what was six cl- guns six gun what was a class called uh i don't remember basically yeah it was like a a ghost hunter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Shocker. Yes. I, I made his first name Gertrude, and he didn't like it, so he went by his uh, mi- first initial, and then his middle and last name nice. G Hostbuster. Nice. <laughs> I, what was uh, what was Adam's character's name in that one? Oh 
God, I don't remember. Because but... I remember he had like a he had like a double name. It was like Billy Ray or something like that. Uh, uh, Jimmy Rustler. Jimmy Rustler. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Jimmy Rustler. <laughs> Jimmy Rustler. And so then he he died. And we, yeah. they, at one point, you in the game's like storyline, you go back in time and like meet a younger version of yourself. And so we just called that one Dildo Wrestler because it was like a copy of him. Yeah. <laughs> that I think that campaign also had one of my f- favorite just random moments. And it's something that Adam did where like there was a holdup in a bar and he's like, or there's like a shootout and he's crouched behind the bar with like some patrons. And then he like looks around and he's like, come out your pockets and like robbed <laughs> them. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and like we're cowboys or like kind of thieves in vagrant <laughs> era. So That's my favorite Adam thing was we were playing um, Worlds in Peril, which is like a superhero game, and he oh. made like a he made like a street magician, <laughs> and like he did some role where like they pulled up in a van and he like jumped out of the van, unfolded a like a table, and then like did like a missing card like like follow the ball, yeah, follow the ball like, to mesmerize <laughs> people, and he crit succeeded. I'm like, well, I can't. It had to happen now. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you guys thought the, the vape gang. Yeah, yeah, that was that was a fun. They game. they used their powers to create vape monsters. That they basically like made Damn. like vape Iron Man suits, yeah, like <laughs> Cloud Chaser, you know, the, yeah, the conjurers. Was, <laughs> so dumb. Ah, yeah, it was great. Um, but no, I yeah, I think. Uh, I guess the first official like Delta Green thing I finished like a campaign wise. So yeah, I thanks. thank you guys for being there for my first one. Yeah. Um, yes. That was awesome. I, I, yeah. Tyler and I have almost finished our home game. Almost. We got like one or two sessions left. So close. So um, I might survive this one. You might. Yeah. <laughs> you guys beat a predator. Yeah. I don't, so, I don't know how we did that. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I have a lot of weird ideas in my head and I make stuff. So yeah. and I'm glad you guys get to play along with it. Um, yeah. You have any other questions or anything on this? Just I guess overall uh, arc wise, not just yeah. the story. No, I think you wrapped it up in a nice bow on yeah. all story friends. Okay, yeah. awesome, oh, good. Yeah, I think um, it was phenomenal. Uh, yeah, nice. I had a good time. A uh, fantastic good time. Excellent. That chaos, dark man, the Malaleth type type of deal. Yeah, yeah I kind of had this tup. idea that if Agnes did um, reach her breaking point, especially like in front of the sheriff part, this is <laughs> what I was thinking of: is like if she just dropped to a breaking point, she would just like start laughing and then start chanting the first ritual that oh, she, nice. and oh then just like just not stop she That'd just like awesome. keep going and then just be Fuck. like not responsive to Essex whatsoever Damn, that'd, that'd be awesome so that oh. like that's what I was thinking would happen but she ended up dying so yeah. I didn't but I was like oh that would have been cool <laughs> that would be very cool yeah. yeah no I'm uh I'm excited to see where we're gonna go from here mm-hmm. I'm excited to see you take the reins yeah um and I'm excited to actually play a character for longer than yeah. four <laughs> sessions I gotta play one Delta Green character so far um mm. so i'm excited to actually put some time and effort into yeah. a character yeah and, in the hot seat. i honestly don't yeah. know how long it's gonna last it's oh, either it's gonna be four sessions or 12 sessions hey. it's just like follow the clues guys i'm, I'm so excited. if there's anything characters are gonna do and it's derailing and taking longer yeah. than it takes oh, yeah. Yeah. so no i'm i'm prepared I'm, um, I'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it and i'm so nervous <laughs> so after this uh just for you folks because we're probably going to be entering like Christmas time when this releases. Yeah. Um, we're going to be doing another four episodes, just kind of talking about the characters, uh, the lasting things with them. Uh, obviously, spinning out of the craziness that happened with the final scenes we saw in last episode, and just getting like a moratorium on all the characters, um, the game, and everything. Kind of personally with everybody, like any lasting home scenes, anything that we talk about, um, and then Misha is going to be taking over and running her home campaign for however long it is. Mm-hmm. 
And then after that, um, I am probably going to be running a sci-fi system, so be on the lookout for a kind of session, I, won't, I don't want to say session zero, but we're going to release an episode where we're going to talk about the two systems that we want to run in and decide upon one and start to develop the world a little bit, and um, and then we'll go from there. So uh, be on the lookout for all of that. We're also going to have some episodes, some interviews coming up. We have one with um, the GM of Stories and Lies, who is a very nice gentleman named Tom. And we also, I got to sit down with the Pretending to Be People crew, yeah. and I interviewed them, and uh, we'll be releasing that here probably, I'm assuming, first of the month-ish, kind of as a break. But uh, be on the lookout for those if you want to hear me talk to other GMs and other people about Delta Green and just gaming in general. So awesome. um, Hell yeah. with that, we'll have a good day. Bye. Bye. Welcome back to the final uh, debrief episode of Delta Green's uh, first arcs, I guess, mm, missions. Delta Green? Not Delta Green's. Dark Thoughts. I'm going to restart all this. This is poop. <laughs> poop warning. Poop warning. Big old shit on the mic. <laughs> we do love poop jokes. True.